You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Well, hey guys. This is Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave. And to the left I have... Henley. Udrow. Lila Garatha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. Well, let's hear what happened last time. We'll turn our time over to Fenrir. (laughs) Well, we started out with discovering that Henley's bow can shoot, like, messages. And then I also remembered I had a arrow that I needed to send to the councilwoman back in Avalon. And so we did that. And then after that, Boudreaux recapped his dream from episode... or didn't, like, recap it, but Boudreaux had was remembering and ex- talking about what happened in his dream to Henley and remembered a scratch on his um, bottle of swamp water. And then we continued, left the Mycodin group and continued on and ran into some rust monsters where Thorin lived up to his name and squashed three out of the four. And that, yeah. All right, thank you, Fenrir. Yeah, this is just right after the Rust Monsters attack. So everybody, I'm guessing, is maybe take a little short rest here, kind of regroup. I want to do a Arcana check, question mark. Yeah, okay. let's go down on my armor to see why it didn't rust. Okay. I get make me a. I got the attack on it, and but right. nothing happened to it. Right, go ahead and make me our an Arcana check. Okay, while you roll that, I'm gonna switch over to Lila and Grant mm. here for a second. So cool. with all that, kind of what you mentioned a little bit last time, Lila Grant may not be there. Maybe. Well, okay. And no, I'm not there. You're not there. <laughs> I'm not there. Um. So I got a little upsetty spaghetti. Thanks for I'm gonna use Ivan's word usage. There. I got a little upset because I was <laughs> useless in the battle, and I'm not thinking with a clear head. And so I kind of just got upset and kept going. Okay. So this. Okay. Now that I have that, I'm gonna switch back over to them real fast, and then we'll get on to you. Cool. What'd you get, Roscoe? 19. 19. Kind of thinking about it, right? You have your armor. You're thinking about the rust monsters and something, and you might come to the conclusion, or you could assume that maybe because it's a magical item, has some magic to it, that that's possibly why it didn't corrode like it normally would. So my smokiness was helpful after all. After all. Sweet. All right. Okay. Let's jump back over to Lila and Garatha. Okay, David. Okay. So you, let's see. It wouldn't be too <laughs> long down down the path. Mm-mm. So we'll say they're still fighting. You're getting like, ugh, I'm just going to storm off over here. But you, d- down this path, there's really not much going on. Okay. 
Um, the carvings on the walls are gone now. They've been gone for a little bit. You guys have been traveling before you ran into the rest monsters. You guys have been traveling about two hours into your travels. Okay. Um, so you do end up running into another split in the path. Would you like to choose which path you want to go or wait for the rest of the group? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> As all our eyes fixate. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what my character would do. So Lila's really... Garoth is upset because she was useless in the battle. Lila feels hurt because everybody, including Thorin, sounds like was of some use there. Mm. So I feel like I need to make myself useful, so I'm going to keep going and use the excuse that I'm trying to scout ahead, even though I probably am the worst person to try and do that. (laughs) Okay, so you have two kind of forks. Do you want to take the left path or the right path? Well, tell me what they look like, David. Um, They look like paths. Congratulations. There's rock rock walls. (laughs) um, The ground's a little rocky. Does one look slightly more worn or anything like that than another? Is there... Any other indications that there has like been recent movement down one more than the other? Do you want me to do a perception check? <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's let's roll an investigation check. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. It's kind of hard to tell because the the floor does have dirt on it, mm-hmm. but there's also rock underneath there. But it seems like the path to the right may have more footprints it's you can't tell what was walking through but you can tell that there's scuffs on the rocks and so dirt has been moved mm-hmm. but you can't tell how long how it's recent been it was or anything but it does look like something someone was down the right path okay um i'm gonna go down there but thinking slightly ahead and that i don't somebody might realize that i'm not there mm-hmm. i want to leave something in a fairly obvious spot that would say, oh, this is Lila's. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What would you like to leave? Um, or mark the wall or whatever. How you? How do you want to do that? What a piece of chalk. Lila went that way. Right. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, I was like, why don't? Uh, is there anything Lila around? Lila was here. <laughs> Lila was here. Uh, I want to draw a heart and put Boudreau on my initials in it. No. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm not, no, I was thinking you would leave a, a half-eaten carrot. Of <laughs> I don't have that anymore. You ate it. I know. And it would be spoiled by now. <laughs> it might it be a little wrinkly, but it could still be there. I've done it before. Gross. You don't even know the half of what I've done. Gross. Um, no, I'm going to leave. So I have... Like a signet ring that I have. Okay. It's like family crest, basically. Okay. So I'll just put that, not in, obviously not like in the center, but off to the side a little bit, mm. but where I think it's going to be in an obvious spot. On, mine. on going right, there is like a, uh, cracks in the walls and stuff, so okay. you could set it probably on one of those rock ledges, maybe eye level, if you would like. My eye level or somebody Your else's eye, eye level. Okay. Pretty close to my eye level. Yeah. Two okay. feet shorter. <laughs> no, you're like three feet, yeah. Roscoe? Yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah, like a foot shorter then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'll do that. Okay. And you head down that road. Jumping back to the group. 
The bug monsters are now squished. Roscoe's trying to figure out what's going on with his armor. He's like, I got hit, but nothing happened. What would you guys like to do? I'm assuming at this point we've all kind of gone back into the center of the cave for a minute. So I'll probably just, you know, being Roscoe, do a head count and ask if everybody's okay and inevitably realize that this one's missing. Mm-hmm. What'd I do? <laughs> yep, where's Lila? Lila was here. Now she's not. Just asking, has anybody seen Lila Grotha? I mean, she was behind me when I started attacking the monster, and so she must have kept going. Isn't she on your side? Yeah, but she was behind Fenrir. And I was busy trying to not get eaten. So she must have just wandered off again. Say it like you like me. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably just be like, all right, well, is there anything else anyone wants to do here, or should we go find Lila Grotha? Let's just move on. Yeah, we got to go find Lila. What the heck? Well, Can I and. the body. <laughs> There's nothing to lose. Okay. <laughs> you want to say goopies? Well, and we're on a time like, crunch, even if right. we take the shorter path. Yeah. So. Okay. So we're moving on. Okay. It's. Roll us. So you guys are able to walk. There's really only one path to go. Um, what's the marching order? Oh. Well, here's here's the question. Who's in first and who's in last? I would probably be in first still because I've got the map and everything. And okay. I'm again behind all the short people. And I'm okay. with Thorin. Okay. And I've generally been last. Okay. Perfect. Okay, you guys end up being in that forked area. Roll me. So, Roscoe. And who would be behind Roscoe? Perla. Who would have been... Thorin, last time or Hurla. If it was the same marching order, it would have been... Thorin. Yes. Thorin and then Boudreaux. Okay. Mm. So Thorin, Boudreaux, and... And, uh... Boudreaux. Roscoe, Boudreaux, and Thorin. There's two have... Boudreaux? <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> One has a large green eye. <laughs> David? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, roll me an investigation check. Okay, what'd you guys roll? Boudreaux? 17. 17. Um, I rolled an 11. Okay. But I would like to petition for advantage because knowing that she is missing, mm-hmm. when we get to that path, I would be looking, I want to, you know, specifically be looking for a way to identify mm. which way she went. Like, it's because I know she's gone one or the other. So I'm looking for her or something identifiable for her. If not, that's fine. Yeah, I think I would, if Boudreaux wouldn't have beaten the DC that I had set, I would let you roll a, roll a thing, but he's going to be able to yep. figure, figure it Cheers. out. Thank you. That's so you're kind of looking at the ground. You're kind of focused on the ground, trying to figure out, okay, which way does she go? Thorin, he's enjoying the... the Half-eaten maul on his hands. He's very concerned about his mall because <laughs> it does have a, a decent chunk out of it. So what, that's a good excuse for him to not pay attention to what's going on. Wait, what did he roll? He rolled a three. 
He's, he's not. only there for battle. <laughs> well, it's funny because the previous battle, he wasn't that great. But this battle, he was really good. So, uh, Boudreaux, you are looking and you see. <laughs> are you, and I'm smelling. Are you sniffing me out? You sniff that ring out. I got... <sighs> Sorry, that's my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> I found it! I found it! Wait, what do you smell? A really, two really nice smells. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to tell me, are you? <laughs> Come on, we want to know. What if I go, Will la, you la, show la, la, la. me? No. See, this the is thing the of it is that she doesn't actually know. <laughs> hey, oh, no, I know. Hey, Boudreaux. <laughs> I want to know. How Lila smells. <laughs> <laughs> look, I think I honestly actually forgot. Let me look at my notes. You sent it to me like forever ago. I did. Like, and I, we talked about it not that David, long ago David, you knew too. and you haven't told me? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Do I know now? No, but I knew then. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes perfect sense, the smells. Oh yeah, I really like the smells, but I do not remember. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what Fenrir smelled like. Oh, <gasps> look, I have like it right here. Mint. Yeah, but don't I tell spelled him. it wrong, though. No, yeah. I actually spelled it the same way I would spell your name instead of the flowers. Okay. So he sniffs. Now, why do I have to say? You don't have to. You don't, I We're want just harassing to know. you. <laughs> because it's a good opportunity and it's Player been a while. I know, but, but, the the, but Lila Grotha will never know. Oh, okay. Player knowledge. I'll let you guys have it. But you don't have to, Elsie. It's player knowledge. So he's like, <laughs> and he smells lilacs and ginger, and he. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that. All right. <laughs> um, and I accidentally spelled lilacs with a Y instead of an I. Actually. Nice. Um, I love that. That's how Buddha's actually going to spell lilacs. Yeah. Uh, probably because he doesn't know how to spell your name before anything. Anyway. And Ginger is Garatha. You don't know. Spicy. Who's who? Maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it's switched. <laughs> anyway. You never know. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> so, yeah, so he finds the ring and he's like, I found it! I found the ring! She must have gone this way. And as you point down and look down the tunnel, you see this kind of large creature with a large green eye, and you just see the long pointed clawed finger gesture you down the tunnel. How does Boudreaux feel? Scared? That, that's up to you. How does Boudreaux feel? Do I still feel comforted? No, okay. You just, okay. You just see this creature. I'll let you decide like what you do to react. Roscoe. Um... Would any of us see said creature as she would have been saying, hey, she went this way? I did point. He, he, he. Whatever, he said, he went this way. Is this something that only Boudreaux sees? Or would I be able How to... How soon s- do you look up? Well, I mean, I'm looking for mm-hmm. Lila. Right. So I would imagine... I imagine you like more looking on the ground. Right, but as soon as, as, soon as he said something, I probably would have at least looked up towards him. And even if I didn't see the creature, I'd imagine I would catch some sort of a reaction so yeah so i this is how i imagine it going come so he's like aha i found it they went that away and you maybe looked up to see what he found but once you look down you don't see anything okay 
and okay. the so creature is gone. I I see the creature, mm-hmm. and I think I am honestly stand there in shock, which would probably be a w- little weird for you guys, because I'm like that way, and then I just kind of stop, and then I like put the ring on my finger. I wonder if it fits? Question mark. I put no. it on as far as possible. How do you know it doesn't fit? I imagine Boudreaux having very have, sausage yep. fingers. <laughs> I was actually going to say <laughs> so sausage. So it could fit on his pinky if it fit Maybe halfway through the yeah. pinky. Yeah, so I, I stick it on my little pinky. And <laughs> toe, pinky toe. <laughs> no, he's not going to take off his boots. You don't want to know what happens when he takes off his boots. He doesn't take off his boots. Birds start falling from the sky. <laughs> uh, you know poison spray? That's really all he does. <laughs> That's where it comes from. We already talked about where poison spray comes from. And it comes from eating beans. Guys, <laughs> that's his cover up. <laughs> the, feet. the beans that he keeps in his shoes. <laughs> the feet are for emergencies only. <laughs> anyway, so dramaticness, guys. Okay, so he puts it on his little pinky, and then he's like, She went this way. And he's going to lead him down the. Well, he might walk beside Roscoe. Yep, okay. As is hound dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sniffing anymore. <laughs> um, and I'm holding the gourd. Okay. So you guys notice kind of that change of uh, emotion of Boudreaux? Yeah, I want to roll. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh, I did good again. 18. Okay. Yeah, do you get that comfort feeling again? Okay. As you start pondering about things, you get that subsiding feeling. Got it. As we're walking, I would like to compare to the map. It's going the same way. Yes, for once. It works in our favor. Okay, Lila. As you are traveling down, you could po- you could probably hear Boudreaux say, she went this way. Because I am imagine you said it qu- kind of loudly. So you kind of hear that echo. So you look back but kind of like you're looking forward and you hear it, so you kind of glance back, but then you look forward again mm-hmm. and you can kind of see some kind of little flickering, almost like a flame coming out of the side of the wall about probably 30 feet in front of you. It's very, very faint, but you know how you turn your head sometimes and something catches the mm-hmm. corner of your eye? That's kind of how it happens. So um, I'm going to obviously be turning my hand to the side and then turn back. Is it still there? Yes. Because now you can see it and your focus is like, how did I miss that before? Uh, I'm going to draw one of my hand axes just as like a reaction to it Mm -hmm. and try and stealth forward. Okay. Roll me a stealth. Which is really bad. Well, it's not that horrible, but it's not great. (laughs) It's 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 a 21. Nice. So you're able to stealth up. As you get closer, you can kind of hear this muffled voice. Uh, what languages do you know? I know common, undercarmen, dwarvish, orc, gnomish, and halfling. Okay. So as you get closer, you can kind of hear this mumbling, but it's mumbling that you don't understand. But okay. it is kind of a mumbling that you have heard before, and it's goblin. Um, within that time, you're kind of being slow. 
and sneaking up and you can start hearing your comrades coming you know Thorin's being Thorin he's kind of just chit-chatting looking at the pretty rocks on the side of the wall mm-hmm. and describing what these rocks are he's kind of a rock enthusiast you could say classic <laughs> dwarf I'm gonna roll my eyes in that no. okay but they're they are being kind of noisy Okay, um, I want to try and sneak back if I can. Yep. To warn them and to. You rolled high enough that I that I'll allow that Kay. to keep going. So Roscoe, you're kind of paying attention to the nap, paying attention where you're going, and you turn this corner and there's Lila. Hey. I'm just <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a finger up to my lips, listen like, mm-hmm. shut it. I think Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Interpret, David. Uh, you miss Lila and Yeah, you, no. You think she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened in my brain. Okay, so I grab her at the shoulders if she lets me. Um he can grab my shoulders, but I'm gonna immediately put my hand over his mouth. Mm. Smart. And seeing that reaction I will like. Well, wait. Oh, well, yeah. We'll, yeah. Sorry. Turn. Just pass it back. Then you know, I'll turn to Fenrir or whoever's Thorin and be like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> pass it on so, so that you, everybody you lightly. Down. You gotta voice that. I'm gonna smack Thorin in the face and say, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> you, there you hey! go. <laughs> pass it on as he turns around and smacks Kath in the head. <laughs> pass or, it on on the thigh. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> so then Henley just rubs her temples. <laughs> <laughs> so as she has my mouth covered, Boudreaux puts his hands over his head and onto his forehead in a circle, trying to imitate an eye. Mm. And he looks at her. And I'm going to have a confused look on my face. And I'm like, are you going to take your hand off <laughs> my mouth? I'm going to go put my finger up to my lips and go, shh. Have you seen the eye? Sorry, the eye. All I saw was nothing but what I heard. <laughs> Something that sounded a whole lot like that goblin that we saw on the plains. Shh. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, just... What, what's going on? No eye. Shh! I'm just asking what's Shh. going on. Shh. We don't know. Boudreaux's going to ready in action. Okay, what does Boudreaux want to ready? I don't actually know. <laughs> okay, well, you think about that, and let me know what you readied. Okay. Lila, my glaive is ready. Okay. Are you leading him back to the crevice? Yeah. Okay, you guys, I need some sneaky tests. Or sneaky rolls. So are we going into and the was crevice, the... or are we passing the crevice? I also need to know uh, if the information was passed back of what what's Ooh. ahead. I know what I'm going to ready. Okay. Do you want to know? Go ahead, tell me. Sanctuary. Okay. We'll get to that one. So, they were right next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. You heard. Did you pass it on? Yeah. Well, I will say something's ahead. Proceed cautiously, quietly, be ready. Okay. So, everybody knows to be weary. Let's and have those stealth. Is sorry, Henley. Are you the only one with the message activated on the ring? Fenrir too. Fenrir has it too. Okay, so I will 
also do it that way. Okay. Just because I know he's at the back and I know how telephone works. Yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. part of yeah. I would say that's part of the reason why I'm at the back. Is because we can back, communicate middle, super quick the between the three of us and get it through the group. I like that. Yeah. Strategy, man. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let's get it some uh, stealth checks from everybody. Or I'm better JK. not mess it up this time. I changed my mind. I'm going to no, do shield. No, actually rolled really well. Okay. Are you serious? I'm rolling so good. Oh. Abby. Did you crit fail? Yeah. What? She's too busy with her new bow and stuff. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. I mean, no. I got a natural 20. Who's in if front you of you? Failed. Thorin? <laughs> Thorin's in front of you, so he tripped you up. We'll just blame Thorin instead of my dice. <laughs> um, you make up the reason. <laughs> no, that's a one. good idea. Also, I'm going to do Shield of Faith instead. Dave did some serious eye rolling over there. Yeah, I did. So you got a one, Abby? Yeah. Okay. And I already lo- used my luck. You already used your luck. I need to roll. Let's see. I'll roll for the person behind you. Did you mess them up? They're still okay. Boudreaux, what'd you get? Mm, 19 plus something. I didn't look. Okay, that's fine. And natural 20. Natural 20, boom. Uh, My disadvantage was a 17. Nice. 14. 14. Okay, everybody was successful. And it almost seems like when Henley stumbles, knocking into the person... Stumbles and making the other person behind her, you hear kind of a loud coming down from where the voices were coming from. (laughs) They rolled a one on their perception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. That's why I rolled my eyes. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Okay, everybody like stares at Hanley for a minute, and you guys continue on forward. I'm gonna put my finger up to my lips and go. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard mid-show break. I'm your host Rupert Bumpkin from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our song. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post-show, DM Dave's Deep Dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to ko-fi.com slash tomes of the chaos bard. That is ko-fi, K-O-F-I dot com forward slash tomes of the chaos bard. And help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all, folks. Back to the show. As you guys get closer, you can hear some of this mumbling. And this crevice that you come into, so it's almost like a, a hole inside of this wall. Mm-hmm. The hole is not very big. The majority of the party can fit through it, but some of the bigger party members, like Keth, would struggle or may not be able to get through it. As you guys, so 
this hole, only four people can kind of get around it. Five-ish with Roscoe, because <laughs> he can fit within everybody's. But kind of straining to look inside, about four creatures can look inside. You guys peek inside, and there's just this small little fire in, in this little area. Upon looking, you see three armored figures. You see two large bugbears in half-plate armor with the Trigroven emblem on their chest, leaning against the wall adjacent. One seems to be falling asleep, and the other one is picking its teeth with, its, with a dagger. The last figure you see is a goblin in black leather armor with the Trigroven emblem on, it, on his chest. The goblin is pacing impatiently, and as he walks, and as he walks, and as he walks, you notice he walks more upright than most goblins, for goblins are normally hunched over. He walks straight with an air of arrogance about him. As he walks, you notice he is always twitching as he plays with a dagger, as he tosses it in the air, then back and forth from his hands and making some attack attacks in the air. What would you guys like to do? Um, and the the goblin's kind of mumbling to himself this whole time. I'm a can Henley understand what the goblin is saying without being like right up next to it? She'll need to get closer to see if she has a chance. I will try and get closer. Yeah, so I will message her through the ring and okay. say, interpret. <laughs> Okay, through the <laughs> ring, <laughs> but also a so, thumbs up. There's a little thumbs up that just pops up out of the ring. Ding, Ding. Ding. emoji. <laughs> I can't roll higher. Don't give me new dice. <laughs> she will ruin them. <laughs> These aren't new dice. It is eight plus seven. 15. For my stealth, so 15. That's pretty good. So you're able to get next to it. Who else wants to stay? Roscoe? I will be for sure. I will. Okay. Fenrir now? Fenrir wouldn't. I don't. And this one, Lila Grotha. Why would I be there? Well, because you're A at the front and be a heavy hitter and C, you're already there. I'm not ranged, though. If you want to attack, I'm not ranged. We're not attacking right now. Right now we're spying. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I mean, Thorin can nose his way in instead. I, I think I would have her there just because she was the one that followed them and, you know, realized they were there. So it just for Roscoe's thinking, it makes sense. Okay, gotcha. that's fine. Like, if you, like, were like, okay, come on, I would probably go, but, like, I wouldn't actively be like, get over here. I'm going to be in the middle of this. Okay, so Henley's there. Boudreaux, you said you are going to be there. Roscoe and... Uh, Lila. Lila, thank you. And you're you're not? I don't think he'd be peering in. He would probably... Would you be at least listening in? Yeah, or? I mean, I'd try to listen. Okay. I'd try to listen, and I imagine she's interpreting through the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, when she gets up there, I'm going to like point at the ring mm-hmm. and be like, you know, hand gestures like... <laughs> okay. What, so, what were those hand for gestures? For the record, I just pointed at my ear and then my mouth <laughs> and then my ring and made a little funny... Great Coffee. for an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sign language, Rosco style. Rather than going... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you hear 
Henley, make me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Ew. 15 plus 6. Okay, you hear him. He's just mumbling impatiently, as in, like, where are they? Where are they? They should have been here by now. They should have been here right now. And through doing one of his toss-ups, he, like, slashes at the at the air with his dagger. He's like, Gah! Where are they? They were supposed to be here by now. Then you hear a female voice in the darkness and in Elvish, you hear. So those who are no Elvish that are in listening. <laughs> and not me either. Don't feel bad. Do you know Elvish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did state you were trying to eat. I listen. did state I was trying to listen. So make me a perception check. Can I just turn my ring on broadcast? It would have made more sense for me to know. Elvish than Halfling. However, D&D Beyond did just update the ranger, so I'm like trying to update. Mm-hmm. I might be able to speak Elvish here soon. <laughs> yeah. They updated the barbarian. I got a 25. Same thing. It's like, oh, no. Nope, yeah. nope. So you're keenly, you're able to hear what the elf says. So everybody else doesn't know what the elf says. Mm-hmm. You hear, you goblins were never known for your patience. For those who can see in, out of the darkness, you see this tall, drow woman. Dark complexion, long pointed ears that point back and down. She has long white hair. The hair on the side of her head is braided in several small braids against her head, pulled back to a long braid down her back. Her metal armor is detailed with, detailed and inlaid with silver, web-like designs. Four male drow approach behind her with similar armor, but without this silver inlays. Two of the drow have swords and shields that are drawn. The two others have swords at their sides, but with their bows out. The female drow has a shield on her back and a long sword at her side. You see the goblin kind of give a half-toothy smile. <clears throat> Captain! And this is now in Elvish. But like kind of a rough Elvish. I'll translate. Okay, through your ring? Okay. Mm, Captain Nashali, I presume. <laughs> uh, I am Dricht. I am here on behalf of my master. They sent a pawn to speak Speak to me? Why does your leader desire to send insults? <laughs> I apologize, Captain Nashali, but my master is uh, currently occupied. Therefore, I was sent in his stead. Though I may look like a pawn, Captain. But I assure you, it is only looks. Mm, Yes, I heard your leader was occupied. Sitting in a jail cell can be very busy work. (laughs) Word travels fast, even underground, I see. A minor setback. As we speak, he is being released. He sent me ahead to receive your answer. 
very well. My Countess is interested in the Alliance. However, there will be a few adjustments to the agreement. <clears throat> and those are? There are a group of dissenters from our people that have refused to serve the Countess and accept her as Loth's chosen. They fled to the south to hide under the Ramun Narua. For those who know Elvish, that is, that is uh, Elvish for the, the storm mumbling plains, <clears throat> which will be familiar to Fenrir. You know those plains as the plains next to Greenleaf, mm. your hometown. For the Countess to agree to the terms, they need to be eliminated. <laughs> what? You can't do it yourself? This is a way you can prove to the Countess that you are on our side. That we can trust you. Our kinds have not gotten along in the past. <laughs> that is a lot to ask for. Sending an army down south would bring a lot of unwanted attention. We can provide underground passage. We have been slowly pushing the Ancakes further south to open new tunnels and passageways. <laughs> oh, using the Ancakes to dig for you while you remain unseen. <laughs> you drow are a lot more a lot smarter than you look. At that comment, you see one of the guards next to the drow, the drow lady, Nashali, start to move forward in an aggressive stance, but uh, Nashali pushes him back. And when this task is done, you will have the alliance your leader seeks. And once his goals are achieved, we reach ours. Yours? Another adjustment to the agreement. After your leader gains his home back, we seek our ours back as well. Our home that is now called Rockstead. The mountains were once stolen from us by the dwarves. Mm. I will take this back to my master and let him know. As his lieutenant and representative, I see no reason to not agree to your adjustment to the Alliance. Our goals are one. We rise together. We will meet again when the dissenters are taken care of. No survivors. <laughs> Dead tell no tale. <laughs> we will be in contact. At that, the drow turn and walk back into the darkness and disappear. The goblin turns to his companions and speaks in goblin. Now let's go, maggots. We must report. You hear some mumblings and some disgruntles from the bugbears as they leave down a far tunnel kind of adjacent, kind of where they were standing, adjacent. They head down a tunnel that direction. What would you guys like to do? Really quick, what was the name of that goblin leader, the hobgoblin's leader? Dreet. Dreet. So it's D-R, 
E E K T. And they moved. And he was captain, lieutenant. Lieutenant. Well, yeah. He would. I would have translated to lieutenant. Yeah. So you away guys, from us. Yes. Right. Okay. They kind of went. They went down a left adjacent tunnel. That direction. Like, uh, let's go. <laughs> like, that's not a fight we can win with Thought Bill. So I'm gonna look like as we're, I'm assuming, like moving away. I'm gonna look between the three of them and say, "Anybody <laughs> want to fill me in what just happened? Because that was a whole bunch of gibberish that I just heard." Like, in in a minute, quiet. Henley is just. Eyes wide because she knows who the person is in jail. That is the leader, and we know that Colbath is supposed to be the leader. <coughs> uh, so who's Henley? the person in jail? Drink. Drink. Wait, she didn't say that information out loud. She was just thinking or it. did she? <laughs> um, did you say that out loud? That would be the first question. She will say out loud, um... Their leader isn't Colbath. They said that their leader was in jail. Wait, the, is that was that something that was said in Elvish? Right? He was translating it through the ring. Oh, okay, okay. The uh, hobgoblin that is um, in jail in Avalon, who was supposedly conspiring against Colbath, we just got uh, right. evidence that that is true. And they're working with the drow, which is really, really bad. Right. So at this... Oh, go ahead. Do I know what drow are? Yes. Okay. At this, Karatha I will... Would okay. I would kind of motion to her so I could like bring her over and be like, hey, I'll fill you in. I can't remember that hobgoblin's name. Does he? Lordak, thank you. Okay, so if he's gonna fill me in, I say let's do let's do it on the go. Um, we still are on a time crunch for everything else, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang back with him. Yeah, as we're going though, as because with that information, I'm gonna ask Fenrir if he's got any more arrows to the yes. lady, and when you have a moment, we need to send this information to her. She needs to know what's happening. Okay. And then we'll just keep trekking. Okay. Which direction in the map do we need to go? It actually follows the direction. We are going, yeah. Oh. We're going the in the right direction. Of the goblins. That's the way it wants <sighs> to take you. Um, maybe we should consider killing them. I don't know if we're going to have a choice. We have to go that way. I mean, if we're going to oh. do it, though, we might as well do it now before we get into all the big ones, eh? I mean, you're not wrong. But we also want to let them get far enough down the tunnel that the drow don't hear them in combat either, because I don't want those three in front and four drow coming up behind us. Fair. So let's follow them for a few minutes and then eliminate them. I have but no do idea you what's going on. Dead and he, uh quietly points to Thorin, who is currently occupied by a rock or something. <laughs> no, he's he's actually, trying to find a rock to fit in the in the broken pe- piece of his mall. 
Yeah, I like that. Accurate. <laughs> I, like that. I do. Um, and he, he's like, do you really think that this guy is going to make it so we can't get them before they hear us? If he doesn't know we're going to fight someone until we're ready to fight someone, he won't make a whole lot of noise. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> but Pascal, he hadn't shut up since we left. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we should try and keep uh, Lieutenant Dreekt alive, though. And do what with him? Hey, Talk Mujo, do you have anything him. sticky? Uh, yeah, my spit. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any left of that peanut butter? What you gonna do with it? I'm gonna see if it'll stick this rock to this hole. No, we're gonna eat that peanut butter because that's all I have left. <sighs> Fine. Uh, do you wanna eat or I you wish wanna... I, was, I wish I was close to a forge. I could get this finished. <laughs> Benny, why don't you write that thing up while they're arguing real, real, real quick? Okay. Like, we will, and I'll, while they're arguing about peanut butter and you're writing, I'll tell <laughs> him there's like, we can definitely keep him alive. I mean,. I just want to talk to, to him. Until we're done talking with him. But I, we're not taking prisoners right no. now. I don't have a way to transport mm-hmm. prisoners. I thought Drink was the one that was in the... That was in jail. Back in. Lordak no, is the one in Drink jail. Drink is, is the, the lead, leader that was right there. So. The little, I wasn't oh. planning on taking him alive. I just want to talk to him. Nobody worried about the bugbears over there? Nobody. They're stupid. They're beefy, but they're stupid. We took on a troll. We'll be okay. Boudreau takes out some rope and helps him tie together his small little <laughs> while <laughs> While he's riding, mm-hmm. I would like to... Because I'm like... Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this. So I'm uh, just going to casually be putting silver onto my ring. Okay. Um, until it chirps at me that I've paid my dues. Okay. So you're doing that at one at a time? Well, I mean, like, I've got handfuls. I'm pulling out, you know, just like I'll pull out a handful and kind of just do... Okay. And just while I'm waiting for him, I'm not really keeping track. I assume at some point it will, like, vibrate or a little, congratulations, you've unlocked level (laughs) three. Okay. Yeah, you do get that sensation. You have unlocked level three. Does my ring change color? What's it look like? What's happening? It goes to a silver color. Like, look, guys, I've got the one ring. <laughs> no, that's just a silver ring. Yeah, what's up with your ring? It's silver. It means I can now punch those war creatures and do damage. <laughs> oh, that's Yeah. <laughs> also, it does things. I don't know quite what it'll do. I need to get something out of it Every, once a day. One day? That unlocks the random item. And I'm going to tap it. Just like, I, I'm like, I'm, I think this is how this works. Tap. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. I think you've been swindled. <laughs> oh, wait, is this a swindling? I twisted three times. You suddenly get a this voice in your head. And it's like, hello, adventurer. I see that you have unload, unlocked the fi- one of the stages of the random item. Uh, feature of this. So, here is how this will go. Depending on how much money you put in is the higher of a chance you get a very valuable item. But you you will only be able to use it within one 24-hour period. Then the item will disappear. However, if you wish to 
purchase said item and keep it for as long as you want, become the true owner of said item, you may purchase it for the value of the item. The first level that you will be able to unlock will be 150 silver. The next levels go up to 300, 450, and up and up in that way and method. So for clarification for me, is that every time that I want to use that, I have to pay 150 silver? Correct. So you get to kind of start the random item appear. So, but so like, I paid the two seventy five. That was to unlock the level. To unlock it, Mm -hmm. and now I pay one fifty. Correct. Okay. So can I use just level one, or do I have to pay one fifty every day that I want to use that? Every day you want a random item, Uh you have to pay one hundred fifty. So not worth it. (laughs) You've been swindled. You have a chance to like, for example. Just throwing it out there. If by chance the random item is a bag of holding, you can use it for that 24 hours and then it'll disappear, or you have the opportunity to buy said item. Is it discounted at that point? As of right now, you don't know. Yeah, so, okay. So I'm going to be like, guys, I got to make a call. (laughs) Not right now. Whatever you can do, you've got to wait. No, this needs to happen right now. He's still writing a letter. I have two minutes. He's he's done. No, he's still writing a letter, right, Fenrir? <laughs> How long has it been? Right, Fenrir? <laughs> I look at Roscoe and I'm like, yeah, I'm still writing. <laughs> How long has it been? So, okay, so I'm going gonna, gonna to step out. You're probably th- done with the letter. Okay. And you're, you're kind of an expert of writing things. Yeah. So. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if it's only yeah. been a couple minutes, I'm like, yeah, you're you're done. Uh, I think me and Thorne are like standing on his hammer trying to tie it as tight, <laughs> as yeah. tightly as possible. Right now, we're like, <laughs> walk back out into the hall. Okay. Say, Sundell, Sundell, my friend, I need your help. And a few moments later, he's like, hello? Hello? Who is calling me? It's Roscoe. Roscoe. Oh, yes, Roscoe, my my main man. I did see that you have unlocked level three. Yeah, let's talk about this a little bit. Yes. Your prices are outrageous. <laughs> We're going to start with that. But my services are outrageous as well. You're not wrong. You're lucky I like you. Oh. I have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. I pay 150 silver right now. Yep. First off, I better be getting something worthwhile. It's all a game of chance. You could say that you roll a couple dice and see what you get. Okay, but it's still got to be a minimum worthwhile quality. They do range. The reason why I have it at such a steep price, as you say, is that you range from kind of mundane things to very valuable things. If I get a very valuable thing, as you say, and I decide I want to keep it, Mm-hmm. Does the 150 that I've already paid go towards that? Unfortunately, no, but you do get a very good discount on it. And what sort of discount are we talking here? Oh, it depends on the rarity of the item, of course. How hard it was for me to achieve it, how hard it is so for me to... So the better it is, the less the discount. That is correct, sir, because it does take me a lot of work to procure said things. You're so mad right now. <laughs> Like, I want you to know, sir, <laughs> that I'm a little frustrated with you. I'm sorry that I had frustrated you, my friend. I, I, I'm, I'm about to go 
continue, you know, destroying evil. And I was really relying on this ring for a little bit of support without completely bankrupting me. Well, what happens when you just do the 150? Maybe it will save your life. You don't know what item you're going to receive. Can I get receive? a refund if I don't use it? If I, if, if, if I get the magic item and it's completely useless to me and I don't use it, can I return it for even 50% refund? I'm sorry, that is not how it works. But let me inform you of a little detail that I have about these rings. So after you achieve probably about five, yes. Is all of this happening like in my head or how is this happening? I just want to know. We'll do it in your head. Okay. So all these people, if anyone's watching right now, is just watching me like shake my finger (laughs) aggressively in the air. I'm like point at my ring and be like. (laughs) I always thought that this was like a help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope kind of. (laughs) Thing, like it is sometimes. Some, it depends on how he wants to manifest himself. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. It, it all depends on. He could be in the shower right now. <laughs> At this point, Fenrir is taking the arrow and shooting in the air. Okay. Same thing as before. Sparkle, sparkle, <laughs> scent. Let me inform you of a little detail about these rings. They can be very valuable to you. After doing five of these random loot things, random item things, you will get an opportunity to possibly earn lots of money or jewels or even a special item yourself. There's these little, little creatures that sometimes steal and swindle a little bit. I call them swipers. Swiper no swiping. (laughs) And I instantly went to Treasure Goblin from Diablo. (laughs) Yeah, but the name. It's and so they swiping. will appear at random points after your five purchases, and whatever they drop, if you're able to kill them in time, you get what is in their sack. Swipe for no swiping. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm going to take your word on this. My word is my bond. <laughs> Your bond is iffy right now. You and I are on shaky ground, Swindell. I want you to know this. But I'm going to roll with you for a little bit because, I don't know, there's something about you. <laughs> I get that quite often, more than you think you know. Oh, I have no doubt. But I haven't become the merchant that I am because I've not been a good businessman. It's just like... And and knowing what's ahead of us, and knowing that I don't handle my money well, and knowing what sort of money is still like we've gathered that we haven't divvied up, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put 150 on my ring. I'm like, but I'm gonna keep you on the phone, Swindell, while I do this. On okay. The phone? What's what's the phone? I don't know. I'm gonna keep you on my brain, Swindell, while ring. we do this. <laughs> keep you on my ring, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a 150. I was like, do I get a same day discount? Or guarantee for using it for the first time on the same day. Like an activation awesomeness or something like that. Not activation guarantee. I just need, I really need something that can help me right now. Hmm. And I just gave you 400 and some odd silver. I think roll a persuasion for me. While he's doing this, I'm going to be talking to um, yeah. Benny. Yeah. 
I'll be filling her in on the, all the conversations that took place in Goblin and in Elvish. Before you start, that should do it. That should do it. Shake it around a little bit. <laughs> he, like, shakes it around, you know, tapping it on the ground. And he's like, aha, it worked. <laughs> and then the rock falls off. <laughs> <laughs> the bow comes undone. Yep. <laughs> So now, Lila, you do know about the the drow underneath the plains. Okay. And that's close to your Lila's home as well, mm-hmm. down south. It all upsets me because I know where they're talking about in regards to the dwarves, too. And I'm just sitting out there in the hall shaking. <laughs> and Kath and Hurley are kind of just chilling. Two dwarves jumping <laughs> How many dwarves does it take to fix a hammer? <laughs> oh, after he tells me, can I go over and just hand him like the... Uh, a piece of gold? <laughs> Here, try this. No, I'm just kidding. For your troubles, sir. Uh. <laughs> okay, what was your roll, Roscoe? It was a natural 20. Ooh. You're very He's persuasive. Like, hmm... Well, here's what I can do for well, you. I've been good to you, sir. Remember this. And remember that I have been good for you as well. I would like but to... you are a valued customer, and I know that you will return time and time again, and I would hate to ruin our relationship. So, what I will give you is I'll let you roll twice and let you choose which item you wish to keep. I will take... For the 24-hour period, of course. Both. I will take that. I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will have... So, Evan, roll me a D100. I don't know which one. They're going to use the big heavy Hey, mine's been rolling really good. You want to try it? No? Okay. That is a 61. Okay. This potion bottle looks familiar to you, as it is a potion of climbing. Roll we again. have one of those, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Two of those. No, that we have a climber's kit. You do have three potions of climbing already. Oh, yeah, the smoky one. If it's a 10 and a 0, is that 100? That is 10. It needs to be three zeros to be 100. Three zeros? What? Fine, it's a stupid 10. I'm going to go with a 100, but it's a stupid 10. <laughs> and a health potion pops up. Are you kidding me? You out swindled hardcore. Send them both back and say, no, try again. Can I try again, please? What, you did not like my services? I already have three of like, I've... You I've... said you were going into a dangerous situation, and I know you're that you're in some caves. The potion of climbing could be very helpful to you, and what? the health tell, potion could be very helpful to you Tell me about the well. health potion. I already have multiple bottles of climbing. So how how good is this health potion? Better be freaking it's, gold. It's just a normal health potion. An average one, a basic one. But you know what? I like you, so I'll upgrade it to a greater health potion for you. Take it. I guess that's what I'm taking then. Good sir, I'm good sir. Now, remember, if you do not use it within the 24-hour period, it will disappear. Okay. So make sure you get in a little scruffle or two to... I'm literally feet away from beating up some goblins and some bears. Oh, so. how exciting. I hope you find <laughs> yeah, something that's why valuable. I was hoping for something a little more, Swindle. Well, the more money you invest, the more possibilities will happen. 
have more money to invest right now. Oh, but you are a true adventurer. You, I'm sure you will find some values. All right, thank you. Click. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Do you walk back? Huh? You walk back? Yep. You ready to go? Oh, Can we go now? Can we go now? Bottle in my hand. <laughs> How's uh, the hammer? You guys are still fussing with it. <laughs> okay. I wish I had a good, a good smith right now. I could fix this right up. Hanley's probably over there trying to finagle something, too. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's two dwarves in the uh, So if they're going to continue Half doing up. that, I'm just going to walk off and be like, I've got to get stuff done, guys. Hey, let's go! Okay. Yep, we're going now. Yeah, yeah, we're headed. So during this time, um, it's been a few minutes, of course. Roscoe going to talk, trying to get everybody collected, sharing information. Would it be fair to say that it's been about 20 minutes? Yeah. 15, Give or take. 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. 15. 15. 15. Give us a 15. solid 15. Okay. I thought you said 50 per second. 50. It's been 50 minutes. <laughs> okay. So it's been about 15 minutes. Um, and you guys start heading down that same tunnel. Boudreaux. Mm. It seems during this course of traveling through this little, this while, um, you just randomly hear that Nothic in your mind, like little chuckles and laughs, and you kind of look over and you see see him still gesturing. But then, like, even if you tried to get somebody's attention and be like, look, it's gone by the time. And it's through little caverns here. Sometimes he'll be up, up on a ledge and do it. But it doesn't seem to make sense Mm-hmm. The directions, because he's always coming from your left and t- trying to tell you to go left. He's coming from the right and telling you to go right. Like, it's kind of confusing the but directions. Where it's not like always come to the left, come to the left, come, come to the left, come to the left, come mm-hmm. to the left. It's always he's up in the air. He's gesturing you to come to the air. He's down underneath you. He's gesturing you to go underneath. Huh. So it's not necessarily where we're going then. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's down the tunnel that you guys need to go. Sometimes it's down totally a different direction or a place that you can't even get to. And nothing's happening with the gourd? Because he's definitely holding Every on to it. Every time it appears, you feel that warmth again mm-hmm. on that gourd. Okay. So as you guys are traveling, you know, you get the split off tunnels and stuff. You guys are kind of tracking. I need people to make survival checks to try and keep the idea. People in front will have, you know, good ones. But the farther behind people are, the the harder it is because you have three or four people walking in front of you and the trail is going to get lost for people who are in the back trying to follow the trail. So definitely more of the people in the front. So we'll say the first four will have uh, no disadvantages to their roles. But if you're trying to find it in the back, you're going to have disadvantages. Are we not just following the map? If you're trying to catch up with goblins, that's what I'm saying. So for front, we have an advantage on the rolls or just normal? Just normal. People in the back would have disadvantage. I need to know how well you're following them so I can set up another scene here soon. So are we at any point disengaging from where the map tells us to go? I need to know if you can follow the footsteps first. Okay. Because if we, if I don't, if, um... You guys lose the trail, it doesn't matter. Okay. But if you guys are following the trail and they do go off a different different direction, that's when you have a choice. What do you do? 
Gotcha. That's what that's what I'm trying to get. Gotcha, Me gotcha, and gotcha. Henley Nailed are down. good at tracking. Mm-hmm. I also have a plus four, so. So yeah, just let me know. See, I have who a plus seven. I have a plus six. So you three are in the front. <laughs> <laughs> you have, and you guys know Herla. I have a plus three. Herla's pretty decent at us as, as mm. well. Mm. We'll go Herla and these three. So Henley, Boudreaux, Roscoe, Herla. Okay, roll me some survivals. I got an eleven. Okay. Did you want me to roll at disadvantage, or just let them roll? If you want to keep an eye out, roll at disadvantage. Because you would be the fifth step, one. Step, and so step, everybody's step, steps step. in front of you would be... I am focused, and I got a dirty 20 to track. Correct. Henley. Uh, is this survival or stealth? Survival. Oh, Because you're trying to... Ste- you're trying to it's an 11. Okay. Hurla rolled a natural 20. Whew, thank goodness we have Hurla. <laughs> and eventually, the path does deviate from when the goblins... Are, pa- are traveling. Because I imagine you guys are trying to be quiet, not trying to startle anything, even though they got a good head start. You guys aren't necessarily making progress. Well, it bounces off, sounds bounces off walls and stuff. So, right. Because yeah. oh. every now and then you can hear the thumping and stuff, and you're assuming that it might be the bugbears. Mm-hmm. I, I say we follow the map. Yeah, we got to follow the map. We don't have time to follow the bugbears. Anyone else? And I'm going to look at Henley specifically because of her information. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're on the time crunch, but we got to go that way, and they went that way. We got to go left, and they went right. I'm going to look at her and say, Joanna, she's still back there. We did let Avalon know of what's happening, so it's not like that whole area is going to be completely in the dark. Let's finish what we came here to do. Tally-ho. So you guys continue your travel onward. It has been almost about coming up on your two days of traveling. Your time is running very short. And you get to a position where the map has a dead end. As in, you know, it stops. You have arrived. You guys can see a bunch of light coming through one of these cave entrances. As you guys sneak up to it, you can hear a little chibber-chabber between two of, of the comrades. Um, who is going to sneak up, or if anybody's going to sneak up and Henley scout. will probably sneak up. Okay. As you sneak up, you are surveying the room. So down the cavern, you see bright flames in, a, in the open in an opening and hear voices. As you get closer to the entrance, you can hear two male voices talking. They sound like they are standing right next to the entrance that you are near. Upon looking in, you see six armored men lounging around. A hooded, dark robe, a hooded, dark robed being stands over two what seems to be piles of hay and cloth, waving a staff over them. Near him, an elvish woman in robes as well, but her robes are brown, tied up and sitting in a chair, who you recognize as Rochelle. Against the far wall, you see a dwarf and a human tied up and and bleeding 
with a familiar woman next to them. You recognize her as Natlin, who is also beaten and bloody, with a lanky man in fancy clothing cleaning up her wounds. After about 25 feet away from her, you recognize two figures tied up, leaning against the wall, as Mendrick and Bellerin. So those are two extra people. The other, hum- the other dwarf and human, those are one of Natlin's people, just to make that clear. Near them, sitting in a chair, a large man with, a brown, with dark brown hair and a thick beard in gaudy golden and silver heavy armor. He is clean, he cleans and meticulously sharpens an ornate large sword. As you look in, you can assume, and correctly so, that he is Cloth Dez, the fallen paladin of Doldurn. And we'll tie it up right there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little more of a talky-talky episode, a little more lore, a little more intrigue, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. A big shout-out to D.A. Nichols for writing our songs and music here at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. If you would like to check out her TTRPG, check it out on drivethroughrpg.com. Shields of Power is her TTRPG. Also would like to give a super, super, super shout-out to one of our fans, Kristen, who gave us some food she came over and she actually fed us here it was delicious and thank you Kristen, for being one of our super fans we much appreciate it we also like to thank realm walker monument studios freesound.org and tabletop audio for additional songs and music i am dm dave and to the right i have fenrir roscoe boudreau and henley and until next time We unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye. I see trees green. But we're in a cave. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? I said red red lilacs, too. (laughs) (laughs) Trees are green. Red roses, too. I see them bloom. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Oh, the (laughs) colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on our faces. Oh, people, that's the other one that I know. What's the one? Halfling. Halfling. Okay. Wait, wait, say that again so we can cut that out. Okay. (laughs) But I really liked it.